Let me ask you this question. Does inspiration create a motivated mindset? Well, Sharon believes that inspiration is what motivates us. Listen in to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose and see if you agree with her and maybe your inspirations can come to life easier than you thought. Let's get started. Hello again and welcome back to Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. I am excited about this topic. So excited about this topic because it's something that's actually been on my mind for quite a while. Motivation versus inspiration, which comes first. It's kind of like a chicken and the egg thing, right? Before we get into it, though, I want to remind you that I'm going to draw a card at the end of this podcast, and I'm going to draw it from the Daily Affirmation cards from Cheryl Richardson's deck. Fabulous card deck. If you don't have it, you can get it. It's an Oracle card deck. But Cheryl has done a lot of work on putting these affirmations together and there's there's some really good affirmations there so stick around to the end so that you can get that affirmation so inspiration versus motivation and where does it come from which comes first are they connected what is the difference between the two and i could remember when i was growing up it was all about motivation motivational speakers motivational teachers motivational gurus motivational people and everything was about motivation you're going to we're going to motivate you and we're going to help you and in fact I used to laugh because I I really actually um <laughs> when I was in my early 20s I found that a lot of the speakers that were showing up around where I was in in my part of the world were coming from elsewhere and they appeared to be very exotic because they were all you know in their $500 suits and mostly men very few women mostly men and they were all about uh, telling you what you can do. And I didn't find it inspiring at all because what it was was one sentence in uh, a whole three-hour session that made sense. And the rest was all fluff, what I called fluff. But And so I consider that to be somebody that is trying to motivate people, but not inspire it wasn't inspiring at all. It was it was the kind of stuff where you sit and it's very dry and you take notes and, and you really hope you get something out of it so that you can move forward and maybe you're going to make more money or maybe you're going to get a better job or maybe you'll find the love of your life and you're, you're motivated to do that. So where does inspiration fit in? Well, inspiration to me is in spirit, comes from spirit and it's inspired. So here's, so what I did is I looked up motivation and inspiration. And the definition of motivation is causing motion. It's concerned with the initiation of action. So what makes us act on something? You know, what would make me act on something? So when I really got into thinking about that, I was thinking, you know, I'm a very creative person. And I think a lot of you are very creative people as well. I know everybody has a creative genius inside of them. As children, we were very creative. If they gave us a crayon and a piece of paper, man, we could do miracles with that, couldn't we? We could draw virtually any animal. We could draw anything we wanted because we were creative geniuses when we were children. Nobody told us different. And now that we're adults, everybody's told us different our most of our lives. And so we think, oh, well, I, I'm not very creative. Uh, I, don't, I don't sing. I don't dance. I don't draw. I'm not a creative person. And I hear that from a lot of my clients. Inspiration. Let's go there. Directed by divine influence. That's the definition in the dictionary. Okay. The dictionary I looked at is a concise English dictionary. And it's kind of fun because it's Wordsworth referenced. It's a hard copy. I'm talking, I didn't go online. Uh-uh, no, no, no. This is a book. Okay. 
and and I absolutely love this definition because directed by divine influence, but this is the other part that gets me. Influenced by elevated emotion. Oh, hello. Passion, excitement, joy, positivity, optimism, all the things that we look for, uh, hopefulness, all the things that we look for in our daily lives, the things that we really enjoy. And if you think about children, if you just leave kids alone and allow them to process the way they choose to process, instead of trying to teach them your way or tell them what's right or what's wrong, you'll find that they live an inspired life. They don't live a motivated life, but the inspiration they feel, the passion they feel for something, it motivates them, so that's an elevated emotion, to go and do something. And they do it usually very well because they're really into it and they're inspired to do it but it motivates them. So, so what comes first? I believe, now this is my belief and you know, I welcome emails. I welcome, uh, <laughs> I welcome, get a hold of me on my Facebook page, email me, Sharon at SharonRose.com. Just if you disagree with me, or even if you agree with me, I'd love to hear your feedback on this because I have often sat back and found myself taking on a task and I'm just bored. Have you ever had that happen to you? You're just bored. You're just taking it on and you're like, why am I doing this? I just really don't want to do this. You're not motivated. You're not inspired. You're just bored. And you're feeling like you're slogging through wet sand. And it made me really stop and say, life is so valuable and it's so important that we actually engage with our lives and enjoy our lives and love our lives. And I think the most important thing is to be inspired in our lives because that's where our motivation comes from. Now, yes, motivation, once you're motivated to do something, once you're inspired and you decide, oh, wow, I'm going to go and do that because you're inspired to do it. There's where the challenges run, people run into challenges for, for most people because they drop the ball, they get laid back and they start to procrastinate. I'm going to put my hand up on that one. They make excuses why it won't work today, we'll do it tomorrow, or why it won't work at all ever. And they drop the whole idea. And you know, it's been said, and I heard this years and years and years ago there is not a shortage of money in our world. There is not a shortage of money in our world. There is a shortage of good ideas. You know why? Because people come up with good ideas, float around in the cosmos, they float around in the universe. Just think about that. Eh? You're sitting in your room and you're doing whatever you're doing and your mind is involved in something. Maybe you're reading a book or studying a text or maybe you're writing a song or painting a picture or even meditating. And all of a sudden you get this amazingly great idea. You weren't motivated to get that idea. You are being inspired, which would be translating to in spirit. You are being inspired. So where you go from being inspired to getting to the end of that story, moving forward so that you can accomplish and achieve what it is you're inspired to do requires discipline, focus, and determination, and faith in yourself, belief in yourself. And so between inspiration and motivation is self-esteem and self-belief and desire is big in there. Inspiration brings desire, but can you sustain it when you run smack up against low self-esteem or when you run smack up against societal pressure or other people's opinions 
I keep a lot of my cards real close to my chest when it comes to creating anything these days. And the reason for that, there's, there's very few people I share stuff with. The reason for that is because there's so many people out there that'll tell you 10,000 reasons and ways why it won't work. We all know those people. Maybe we are those people. Maybe you are that person. Why won't it work? Well, because look at this, look at this. The economy's doing this and this is doing that and this and this and that and the other. And I have those people around me. I have them around me all the time and I have to just shut, shut them out. Turn the TV on for some of them. <laughs> that works really good. It distracts them. It's like squirrel. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there they are. They're watching TV and you're like, okay, now I can just sit in my inspired little puddle of stuff and just play it and play it and work it and work it and work it. Now, I am the kind of person that when I'm feeling inspired by something, I know what my fallbacks are. I know what my flaws are really powerfully. I'm a procrastinator to my toes. If I can get out of doing something hard, I will. I'm also the kind of person that's never going to do the hardest thing first. If I've got a, I'm a, I'm a list maker. I do at night. I'll often make lists of things, uh, list of things that I have to do the next day. And I will always take on the menial, less important, trivial tasks and then by the time I get to the one that's really the most important task of the day to begin with, I just won't do it because I run out of time or I'm uninspired or I'm tired or I just feeling blah, blah, blah. And pretty soon my great idea and my deep inspiration and my joy has gone out the window. Six months later, I'm looking back going, man, you had a good idea. Because let me tell you what, this is where it's really rubber hits the road here. If you get a good idea about a project, about a, about a book, about a, a workshop you want to do or take, about a job you'd like to have, about a job you'd like to create, about a world you want to create with yourself, but more primarily the creative idea process, you can bet your boots the minute that you come up with that creative idea, 10 other people somewhere near you are also coming up with the same creative idea. Who is going to come up with it first? You know, it's been said there's two or three people that invented the light bulb. It's just one person stepped up and said, hey, I'm going to do it and I'm going to show people. I'm going to take it out to the world. And he's the one that got the credit. But there really was more people involved. And that's just very telling right there. Inspiration, being inspired, we must follow our inspiration. When I became a psychic, it was pure inspiration, pure. I mean, this certainly I wasn't motivated to do this. First of all, why would I be motivated to do this? Who wants to be a psychic in the Bible Belt? I, that, that's just silly. I mean, that's to me, that didn't make any sense. And I really, when I first got into this line of work, didn't really believe in psychics anyways. Can I say that out loud? I really didn't. I'm a very practical person. I'm very logical. But I was inspired to teach. I was inspired to know. And I was inspired to pick up every book I picked up. And those of you that have been to my studio, you've seen all the books I have, all the research I've done, hundreds of books, thousands of hours, hundreds of thousands of dollars I've spent going around the world and going into different training classes because I was inspired to do it. And from the inspiration, I was motivated to set up a workshop because I learned something about financial management. So I would set up a workshop for intuitive financing, or I would set up a workshop like my kitchen witch workshop. I was inspired by the loss of my father, which was, it was a deep grief that I was feeling. I was inspired to create a spiritual cooking group, practical cooking and inspiration, inspired in spirit, learning how to be as psychic as you can, tapping into your creative aspect, becoming the best that you can be while you're enjoying 
yourself back in the kitchen or for the first time in the kitchen. And it inspiration, inspiration. I run my life on inspiration. But recently, I wanted to take on a project I've been trying to do for years. And it's a writing project. And I've been wanting to take it on, wanting to take it on. And as soon as I start doing it, I start finding myself distracted. And I start watching videos. And I start doing this. And I start doing that. And and I'm like, oh, Sharon, come on. You really want to get this project done. Do it. Get on it. Well, <laughs> when you don't give yourself a hard time, it's way easier to be inspired. When you're beating yourself up, it's really hard to be inspired. So if you have something that you've really wanted to achieve in your lifetime, don't beat yourself up because you haven't done it yet. You're not, you're not gone. You're still here. You've got time. So relax on that part, okay? Uh, let me give you an example. And this, I think you're going to get this. I think you'll understand this. There is a man who I met oh, 45 years ago. And he is a, he, he was a motivational teacher at the time, actually. And, and I was working in that industry 45 years ago in motivation. And I was working for a gentleman who was a speaker. And this gentleman I was working for had trained with Brian the man that I'm, that I'm referring to that I met 45 years ago. And Brian in the last 45 years has written roughly 80 books. He's moved between the motivational field and the inspirational field, helping people feeling inspired, getting inspired, tapping into their inspirational selves and how to motivate themselves, get off their butts, develop a focus, start developing a discipline, stop procrastinating. So you can see where the tools are, right? I haven't really thought much about Brian. Um, I was really uh, in awe. He's, he did a lot of work around Phoenix Rising and that kind of stuff until I really was inspired again recently. I just really want to write this project. And all of a sudden I came across Brian and it came across in my email. I got an email. This just shows you how you can be inspired, but you got to be awake for it. You got to be looking for it. You got to be paying attention. You can't just let stuff, you know, it's not going to all slap you in the forehead, right? And this email came and it was, it was Brian offering a course on how to put together the kind of writing project that I'm trying to do and all the steps that he used to do his writing projects. And I was like, oh my God, this is a man I've known for 45 years. I've known of, and I've known because I knew him personally. He is actually from Canada, living in the States at this point in time, has been living there for years and years and years, famous around the world. A multimillionaire has done all the things we all dream of doing when we're in our 20s. And here I am. I haven't done, well, I've done a lot of the things I wanted to do. And I didn't know this direction would be where I'd be going. But I haven't done my writing project. And it's been on the table for years and years and years. And there's a cost attached to taking his course. So here I am talking to my husband and saying, oh, I don't know. Do I want to pay the fee? Do I want to take this course? Do I want to? Within two days, client, I had enough clients signing up with me for consultations for me to be able to take this course, his course. And it was the universe saying to me, you are inspired to follow your nose and take a look at what he was teaching. You've been inspired to write this project that you're trying to work on. Your problem is you're not motivated. You drop the ball. You procrastinate. You, you stop before you start. Your self-esteem has gotten in the way. You don't believe you can. My biggest challenge has been, I don't believe that I know how to put together this project. I've got all the components to it. It's like a big puzzle, but I don't know how to put the pieces together. Well, 
when I got those signups for from clients, that was to me indicating that, yep, Sharon, go ahead, do it. Sign up, pay the course. So I did. I went right away, sat down, signed up, paid for the course. And in lesson one, learned, and I'm still taking the course, by the way, I'm still in the middle of it. But in lesson one, I learned one of the most important things I needed to know on how to put my project together in lesson one. And there's six different components. I believe there's six to it. I can't remember. But I'm going to be starting actually lesson two uh, today. And I, I got so excited. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this is it. This is it. And all of a sudden, guess what? I'm re-inspired. Can you be re-inspired? I'm re-inspired. I'm excited. I'm getting so pumped because I see my project becoming a reality. I can see my project coming to fruition and it's going to make a difference. And I can, I can visualize it. I can see it. I can feel it. And it's just a matter of staying motivated and keeping everything on track. So let me tell you what I've done because I know that if I don't take care of my physical wellness or my mental wellness or my emotional wellness, if I don't get enough sleep, if I don't work out, if I don't eat properly, if I don't drink enough water, all those things, I'm not going to be motivated because I'm not going to be even inspired. It's all going to go down the tube. You must take care of your human aspect to have a good spiritual experience on this planet. So what I, what did I do? I found an accountability buddy and I'm going to talk about an accountability buddy down the road, but this woman has inspired me to such a degree that I am in a different place than I was before I met her with the same writing project that's been on the table for years. And now all of a sudden the, the, everything's falling into place and I'm finding myself moving forward and I'm still struggling with procrastination, but I'm aware of it. It's in my face. It's in my business. So I make sure that when I get up in in the morning. I have a purpose for my day. I have an intention for my day. I have timelines cut out for certain projects that I'm doing during the day. I think that inspiration precedes motivation, but I think in the middle between inspiration and motivation, what has to be handled is procrastination, fear of success or failure, and self-esteem, and faith, belief, belief, if any of you are struggling with that connection between inspiration and motivation, you know, most people that start businesses, their own businesses, they're inspired to do that. They're not motivated to do it. They're inspired to do it. There's some reason they're inspired to do it. And they say that most businesses will fail that are going to fail within the first three months to one year of their existence. Well, why is that? It's because they become demotivated. They're not, they're not willing to work through the hard stuff. And inspiration is fun. Inspiration heats you up, lights you up, makes you feel like the shiningest person on the planet and gives you joy and you can smile and you don't even need anybody to tell you you're wonderful. You just believe you are. Inspiration is that good because it is elevated emotion. And inspiration is directed by divine influence. It's a part of your soul self speaking to your physical human self and saying, here, do this. This will be, this will, this will light you up. This will get you going. And then get to that place where you, you are prepared. So if you've got something going on and you have felt inspired, but you couldn't finish it, you felt like you just kept dropping the ball, keep dropping the ball, dropping the ball, pay attention 
to the way you are procrastinating or become demotivated or the people you're telling your story to, if you have people that you're telling your story to about what you're inspired to do and they're poo-pooing it, you're not going to stay inspired. You're not going to be motivated. You're going to end up dropping the ball. So be careful who you talk to. And what you can do is every morning, take a moment and every evening, take a moment and offer up appreciation for your inspiration. For your, not your motivation. Oh, no, no, no. Motivation is the work. Motivation is the action. Inspiration is the feeling. It's the joy. And that's, you got to keep that high or the motivation can't happen. Because like I said, I've sat down and I've started doing different projects here and there. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm so, uh, because I wasn't inspired. I wasn't doing it for the right reason. And sometimes the right reason surprises you. You're doing it because you, you want to teach the world. You want to make a difference. Whatever your reasoning is, it's, to, it's totally up to you. The point I'm getting at is inspiration precedes motivation. It really does. And motivation, without motivation, you cannot complete. So inspiration comes from spirit. Motivation is your human journey. And there's the two working together. We need to hook up with our soul selves in a bigger, better, stronger way. And one of the best ways to do that is meditation. Sitting quietly, meditation. And even if you just sit, meditate, and offer appreciation for your life, for your body, for your health, for your wellness, for your friends, your family, for your world. Get yourself an accountability buddy that you can, I send her a note every every Friday and she sends me a note back every Friday. How, does, how was your week? How was your week? This is a woman I have nothing else that I do with. We only are accountability buddies. We met at a social event and I liked her. She liked me. We got along fine. And this is what we're doing. She doesn't even live in my town. And I won't see her again until next summer. But I know what she's doing. And it's so fun. It's so fun. And I wrote her one way. And I was honest with her. And I told her I was having this kind of week. And this was going on. And this was going on. She said, well, maybe you want to check out this and check out that. And oh, my Lord, it changed my world. And I've been able to do the same thing for her. So sometimes having an accountability buddy, not that somebody you're going to see every day. Because accountability buddies, I think, need to be just accountability buddies. I think we try too hard to make our partners and our parents and our siblings and our friends everything to us. But no, don't do that. Find an accountability buddy that's got motivation or is inspired to do something that's a little out of the norm. Uh, my accountability buddy is doing a long distance marathon, a uh, cycling marathon. And she's doing it in the States in a couple of weeks. And I'm really excited for her and I'm pumped for her. And she's working out and she's doing her diligence and, and she's having so much fun because she's re-inspired. My projects are getting off the ground because I'm re-inspired. What will it take to re-inspire you? What are you inspired to do? Maybe it's time to write it down. Write down your inspiration. Eh? Let's pick a card for you from this deck. And I really hope that you do take a little time and sit quiet and, and really kind of look for your flaws too. That's really important. Don't just assume that you're going to do everything right and everything well. You're not. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. You're human. That's part of the journey. And it's the motivational aspect of you that will make the mistakes. Your inspired aspect will never be wrong. It'll always be right. Here is the card for today. Your affirmation is, I honor my time and energy by making smart choices that leave me feeling good about myself. Oh, I like that. I honor my time and energy by making smart choices that leave me feeling good about myself. I am so glad you popped on today. Thank you for listening. And I hope you decide that 
You're going to tap into some of those inspirations you've had over your lifetime and that you're going to work towards being motivated to complete and see it through to uh, some type of fruition for you. So until next time, this is Sharon Rose signing off. Take a moment. Make sure you listen to Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose on the podcast. And if you would subscribe, that would be great. We're on YouTube now. You can look for us. And I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. If you love listening to this podcast, we have one little favor to ask you. Please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you love learning from Sharon, well, she's got a few great courses that are ongoing. Why don't you register for Kitchen Witchin? It's on now. All you have to do for more information is go to kitchenwitchin.ca. Or if you'd like to book an appointment with Sharon for a reading, or if you'd like to know more about Sharon, her psychic services, coaching sessions, and more workshops, go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. We'll talk to you next time.